0: Rebound, 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 rebound.
1: Rebound. Rebound. Hello, hello! This is Brooklyn Rebound Podcast, episode twenty-six. Kid and playing around. Hey guys, what's going on? What's up? Your host Enom with the co-host. Justin wait did I just single out my, me as the only host? What? <laughs> what what's that man? Come on. Come on. Oh well, you know, uh it's been a while. It's been a good uh week or two since we came back from the our hiatus of basketball. It's back though. Justin, we are back. Yeah, yeah. man, I'm pumped. Wait a long time for this. <sighs> Yes, counting down the days. Count down the days, but we also have to count down our losses because we have a couple of them. Uh, yeah, not not a, not, not, the, <laughs> not the not the the greatest start, but. But we'll get to that. We're going to recap the Cavs game from opening uh, or officially opening night on last Wednesday, Friday, the Miami Heat Brooklyn home opener, and then we got tonight's Orlando Magic with matchup we just finished watching on delay. But yeah, uh, let's get to it right off the bat. So Wednesday night. Uh, Brooklyn visited Cleveland uh, for their home opener and lost the game 94-98. Uh, Kyrie Irving did his thing. Justin, what, what was the big takeaway from this game? I
0: mean, you know, the, the game, we started off strong. I think the Nets started on uh, Pierce scored the team's first six points, which was, you know, awesome to see. Um, and you know, the Nets started off strong. I believe they started off 8, eight or 10-0. Um, so it looked like they were off to the races, and, uh, but they, were, they, were, they came ready to play. But uh,
1: Kyrie Irving and uh, you know Tristan Thompson really just stepped it up for the guys. Mr. Mister left-handed now or right-handed? I don't know. Yeah. He he changed his hands and his dominant hand. Yeah, they guys, those guys did their thing. I think the biggest uh, disappointment was the team rebounds. We just got killed on the boards. I think we were down uh, minus 13 on the boards, and we got out hustled. There's so many players where Anderson, Varejao, and you know, Anthony Bennett, Tristan Thompson, Earl Clark, all of them. Even even little Irving got in there and got those boards. He had seven rebounds for the game. Um, I think this is going to be a problem going forward uh, for the Nets, uh, not just because we're a new team and we're learning our chemistry, but because this is a young athletic team. Right. And, I mean, we're not all the way old. Uh, we have a lot of young players. We have a lot of old players. But the majority of our veterans are playing the minutes right now. Right.
0: Yeah, and I mean, the third quarter showed too. I mean, we just had poor defensive steps, uh, sets. I mean, we had so many turnovers in the third quarter, um, and the, the the second unit was just struggling for the Nets. So we have that veteran leadership. We have the like we have KG. We have Pierce. But that second unit, I mean, they're they're very. I mean, starting off the season, it's right now it's not something anything to worry
1: about. Right. But they're they've been inconsistent from game to game. Yeah. Uh, it, it was it was hard to watch just because he's uh, – the Cavs fans—they showed up, man. I, I have a good feeling about this team too. I mean, sucks to lose to this team, but
0: I, yeah, they got a good young, young core there. Yeah,
1: I I enjoyed watching them play as a team, not against my, my or our Brooklyn Nets here. But I enjoyed them the way that Kyrie Irving was the leader of the team, and then we got to see uh, Andrew Bynum come back.
0: Yeah, no, that was and that was surprising. No one really expected that. And that came out of nowhere. Andrew Broughton a clinic played seven or eight minutes. Uh, yeah, he was again.
1: on he was on a limited restriction, but he had two blocks and one of yeah. them was against I think Brooke. D well. Dwell uh, uh, D well as well? Yeah. yeah. Uh speaking of Brooke, he had a he had a good uh number set. What do you have there, Justin? Uh
0: Brooke Lopez had twenty one points, so yeah, he had a South Zaline. Twenty one points and uh pull, only pulled down five boards, uh but he did have four block shots, which was huge. Yeah. Uh, but I really want to see Brooke Lopez really pound the boards harder, um, mm-hmm. you know, as the season progresses
1: because uh, that's one of his weaknesses—he's soft. He's soft on the glass. One of uh, one of the issues that all Nets fans haggled him for last year—it's the same thing. Uh, I think throughout his NBA career. Uh, but since Reggie Evans was getting twenty a game, no one was complaining because right. well, it's Reggie Evans' fault that he's grabbing all the rebounds. But uh, lo and behold, we still lost ninety-eight, uh, ninety-four, and um, we moved on to Friday night pretty quickly.
0: Uh, one, one more quick note, actually. Okay. So we, uh,
1: we didn't move back to Friday night. <laughs>
0: Uh, KG actually passed, believe it was Reggie Miller for 14th points, all
1: time in points, you scored. Take that, Reggie. Yeah. So
0: uh, that's that's the one takeaway we can we can uh, we can have from uh, that so Cavs We can game. celebrate.
1: Come uh, K- positive. Yeah, KG's gonna. I, th- in the, I think he broke a, a minutes played uh, stat. I think today. Yes. We were watching on uh the game against the Magic, but we'll get into that later. Um, so Friday night, Justin. This is, we've been waiting for this since uh, May, right? Oh man, finally, uh, yeah, back May. to Barclays for the, uh, for
0: yeah, that home opener against the Heat. So, yeah, the anticipation, it's it's a long time coming, man, I was, I was
1: beyond pumped for this game. As pumped as we were, you know, we played our 2K ritual, we walked down to Barclays Center, played the 2K 14, what was the matchup? I think it was, yeah, the Grizzlies, I had a... Uh, the Warriors, or something. Yeah, what, yeah, you're the worst. Yeah, and uh, I beat you pretty badly. Yeah, you
0: uh, you roughed me up pretty good. No, yeah. Let's not talk about okay, that. Okay, all right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you're still optimistic about this game <laughs> for the Nets, so that's good. Um, and uh, we walked down there, and this all this adrenaline—you could feel it. Like you could. You'll feel like the excitement, just the people walking near us, chanting Nets, everything oh, yeah. was going oh, yeah. on. It was... And then what happened, Justin? What happened when we went into the arena? Oh, man. So uh, kind of a
0: buzzkill a little bit. So we walk in, that digital ticketing uh, system that the Nets have uh, have launched this year, basically you have a Nets credit card. So rather than having to print out tickets, bring your Nets credit card in, mm-hmm. you scan the credit card, um, and it prints out basically two kind of movie ticket stubs in a sense. And right. that's your ticket for the game. And you do it right at the door, and that's it. Uh, but their digital ticketing system decided to, uh, I don't know, go down. First game, home opener. So uh, a lot of fans were uh, livid because you walked in, you swiped the card, and the card didn't work because the system's down. So they had oh, to no. manually collect everyone's card, have a Runner go all the way around the building to the front box office because Enam and I are on the Dean Street side. And uh, basically a uh, ton of fans were not didn't make it to the tip. Luckily, me and Enam were able to... Dig out like um, dig out the tickets Bro- on our cell phones. Yeah, we
1: did it ourselves. We went to BrooklynNets.com and logged into the mobile platform, while the staff was telling us to download the Ticketmaster app. Right, and then people that did that and downloaded it
0: were unable to access their tickets. Still, still. A- so they, a- were I mean, they were given they were given basically I mean improper in, in, in information and a lot a lot of angry angry fans. So I mean kudos to the to the Nets for yes trying to be cutting edge,
1: but if you're going to be cutting edge. It's got to work, <laughs> right? Uh, it's gotta, not. Yeah, it's not. It, it, if you're going to be cutting edge in anything, as Obamacare knows, you know, you can't. <laughs> technology doesn't work all the time, so you got to make sure that it works. Especially like since you had three nights of uh, preseason, right? Games. It's not.
0: Like it was the first game they were launching They had right. Three preseason games, which we, uh, which I actually attended one of them and right. used and used this credit card, right? For, this digital ticketing for one, of, and it worked f- flawlessly. Yeah. I don't know if the system was overloaded or what, but it's it's just unacceptable and. Um, yeah, it's 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 Nets it's Na- really pathetic way to start the season, quite yeah. frankly.
1: Nets Nation uh, was sad with us. Uh, we were tweeting it in anger, and they were they were they're retweeting this whole incident. We were just really upset with the service provided that night, but we weren't upset with the result. So let's get into that. Uh, Brooklyn Nets won their fir- home opener, one hundred one one hundred, and a nail biter down the end. Uh, this game was up and down, back and forth. Um, it, and we called, uh, I think we, we all predicted me, you, Enrique, our other partner, In our, in our season tickets. I think we predicted, uh, I predicted four points, he predicted five, and I think you predicted three or, or three. so. I think you're the winner in the prediction. Hey, uh, Way to go, Justin. Um, so what was it? I, I don't know. There's a lot of exciting things about it. I was excited to see what the changes were. Uh, we still have TJ, the DJ, he's still there. Uh, we've got the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, half of them are new, half of them are unrecognizable. Uh, <laughs> talking about the cheerleaders, um, and the home, the opener, the player intro. I thought this was really cool. Uh, the way they were jumping over tires and doing jump ropes, it looks like they're really getting in shape. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they hit the gym hard. They hit the gym hard. So, what was your what was your highlight for you? Other than not talking about going in the game, but just. General about the Barclays Center experience. That now that we've talked about negative one,
0: right, right, right. You, uh, quite, uh, quite honestly, I think the energy just in the arena in general. I, I just felt like it was actually at a whole other level right. for this game. And whether it's just the home opener or what, I mean, it felt like we were like. The arena actually, really, to me, felt a lot louder than it was even for the playoff games last year against the
1: Bulls. Right, like when Jet, uh, Jason Terry, was getting the fans involved, yeah, saying Brooklyn and uh, and also waving his hands. I don't think any Nets players did that last year at all. Really. Yeah, no, and
0: the energy that the Nets players right. bring. I mean, you have KG jumping overseas, he's mm-hmm. jumping in the stands, breaking chairs,
1: yeah, um,
0: throwing his body out there. I mean, right. the energy, the hustle that the Nets bring, the fans are just giving it right back. Uh, with the energy that they right. were, you know, in the in in, the, in their uh, in the loudness of the
1: crowd, it's just unreal. And it, it was great. That was great. Um, and I, I hope that continues going forward. For because I was worried there was a lot of empty seats in the first quarter, but people started filling up. Uh, pretty. Late. I think those are all the Heat fans that bought probably tickets to our, our stadium that didn't show up yeah, because sure. you know whatever. Um, so yeah, who was our top performer of the game, Justin? Uh,
0: I mean. For the Nets, I mean, Joe
1: Johnson had 19
0: points, 6 on 8 shooting. Um, and Paul Pierce stepping it up as well, also had 19 points. And uh, um, really had some, yeah, just real clutch performance down the stretch. We were able to, you know, squeak this one out um, and, and hold them, uh, hold, the, hold the heat off.
1: Yeah. Um, I I want to point out one example when uh, it was the end of the game. And I think the Nets were up by um, either uh, a 6 and, and Chalmers had a 3 or LeBron hit a 3. I forgot what yeah. it was. Uh, but during that time when the Nets were up by six there was a Heat fan behind us. You remember that guy? He was he was he was saying Leah LeBron, yeah, MVP, like just a lot He's of talking, just talking straight smack, yeah. And then there's another Nets fan near us, uh she's in ticket holders, just two rows behind us. Um he was yelling back at him, uh, heckling uh the same way. And as it was six points up, that Heat fan decided to exit his row. Uh, uh,
0: almost exit. No, no, no. He, he, he made Atlanta. the
1: decision to exit. Yeah. And then Chalmers or, or LeBron, LeBron hit a three, did three. yep. And then he sat back down. Um then the heat the, the net fan saw him saying you're about to leave, you fake, you phony. Like you're not a real basketball fan. Oh, you're such a joke. And it it was great because and he just
0: shut up. He just said, "Damn, the the heat, word.
1: the heat fan just shook his head and he, he he knows just like those same fans that left game 6 trying to leave the arena to beat traffic and then when Ray Allen hit that three, they tried to get him back in the arena. Game in NBA Finals last year. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, uh, no Heat fans can actually really talk, other than the fact that you know your team is actually worse than the 76ers right now. So is ours, but uh, <laughs> but we're better. We have a we have a better um, we have less losses right than the Heat right now. Yeah. So. Okay. So we're, we we are doing something, right. That's good. Um, so yeah, hope note of the game. What else we got? Jay Z wasn't there.
0: Oh yeah, Jay Z wasn't there. But, but guess w- ha- Yeah,
1: let's, let's run them off. We had D L Smith sitting in in, uh, <laughs> in home seat. We had Allen Averson in the game. Oh, Magic Johnson actually. Magic Johnson, two boxers I can't remember. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, who else? No Jimmy Fallon, or at least he wasn't on the screen there. Oh
0: man, I know so many it was a track.
1: Yeah, I mean we had Justin, we had Enam. Uh, a lot of celebrities up in there. A lot of celebrities. It was really, it was really fun to watch uh, the intros. But also, my favorite part of the game was the sponsors on the board. Most <laughs> on the big screen last year, they didn't have any yeah, sponsorship. Tell you,
0: shout out to Bay Ridge Honda. Let me tell you, <laughs> hey, uh.
1: they got, they got, they got some famous, famous sponsor on that scoreboard. That's good. That's good. Uh, cool. So, uh, I think it was a great win. We're going to move on to, uh, Orlando tonight. Um, they made a trip to Florida, um, I guess yesterday and they got in, um, they got an extra hour of sleep ready for this game. A, a Sunday, six o'clock, not even a morning game, Sunday, six o'clock game. She getting ready, you know, just coming off that emotional win against Miami and, I'm
0: hoping they were going to ride that momentum to another victory.
1: Right, and we laid a goose egg, a pretty big goose egg, losing 86-107. to uh, Victor Oladipo just did us, did us wrong, right? Yeah, I
0: mean, just the, the young legs of the Magic. I mean, it almost felt like we were just kind of getting run off the court. Um, right. I mean, Oladipo, I mean, was just tearing it up. Um,
1: and, and that's not even the biggest thing. This was Kidd's first coaching gig uh, officially uh, for the Nets, and... He came in uh, kind of quiet, like it wasn't like a big deal because it's just like you said, it's business as usual. Right. We gotta, right. we gotta focus on the X's and O's, get a W. But uh, I guess they didn't hear him, so they decided not to perform that way. And you know, Oladipo had a one play where, I mean, there's a lot of plays where I felt the. Joe Crawford was not yeah, giving some, us the benefit of the doubt. Referee de- Joe Crawford,
0: questionable refereeing decisions for but sure. But
1: I think we just got out hustled as yeah. it is. Oh, we totally
0: got outplayed. At the end of the day, I mean, we got blown out. I mean, there's no inexcusable.
1: Right. Dan, can't blame the refs in this game. Dan now. Williams didn't play enough. Well, a lot of people didn't play enough minutes. But he, I think, he's still on the minutes restriction. Brooke Lopez did have a solid night again. Twenty-one and six. One more rebound than he had before. Five blocks huge set for him. Um, Paul Pierce showed up again, 16 points. Yeah,
0: Paul Pierce, i tell you, that one play showed up, c- crossed the crap out of, uh, I believe it was Oladipo, Oladipo. and then just mm-hmm. threw it down over Jason Maxiel. Mm-hmm. Pierce, still getting up for his age, still showing some athleticism. He
1: uh, he, he still's got it. he still's got it. Wow, I can't speak English right now. He still's got it. Uh, Oladipo also almost had a quadruple double with a negative. He, well, he had 19, six, 6, and 7 turnovers. Uh, we were able to force a lot of turnovers, but not capitalize. There's a lot of fast breaking for us. We missed some bunnies. Uh, we're unable to get our flow going, and I think we just outmatched. And this is what comes back to my point about the young, athletic teams. I think it's going to be a problem for us unless we figure out what lineups work against these young, athletic teams. I know we tried a Karolinko, uh, Lopez, Anderson, Terry, and Pierce lineup, or maybe swap one of them, Terry or Anderson with. Uh, Livingston, mm-hmm. and we try to that young athletic lineup because all those players, the oldest one on there, I believe, is Karolenko being like thirty or thirty-one, mm-hmm. but those other guys are pretty young, um, compar- comparatively. And once we figure that out, we'll be good. I think uh, in terms of what we can defend with our against youth. What do you What do you think, Justin? Yeah, I
0: mean, and at the end of the day, I mean, it's it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And we know coming out the gate. I mean. The Met, uh, the nets just need to find themselves. They need to figure out their chemistry. I mean, it's a it's a you know it's a new group. Um, these guys haven't played together until this year. Um, Bulk of the starters, and it's it's going to take some time. It's going to take some time, and it's it, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily be discouraged at this point. I think it's going to all come together eventually. Um, but there are a lot of pieces that I mean, they need that there are a lot of fixes that need to be uh, put into place here. Right,
1: and that's what Billy King said. Um, you know, he came out in the papers saying. This team—it's going to take a lot of time. This is after the Cleveland loss because uh, there is no chemistry yet, and kids also learning on the job. There's a lot of intangibles that we need to f- fix. But once things start flowing, our our, our sets, our minutes—no more restrictions. Uh, injuries will happen. That's going to be part of the season. People will take rest days, whatever, whatever. But as long as we know accountability and we know who we can count on, we don't know who's our sixth man off the bench yet. You know, we want to—I want to say it's Andre. It could be Jet. It could be, uh, well, not, not Teletovic, Not after today's. <laughs> yeah, what, do you, air ball, what do you air think ball. about
0: that? You know, so we have uh, Toledovich, I mean, picking off right where he left off last season, continuing the uh, the airball, just, <laughs> just throwing up another uh, another airball this season. I mean, he was he was just how many? I mean, I don't know how many of those countless air balls last season. It's just like he's not comfortable. Once he gets in the spotlight, he's yeah. actually it's regular season. He was hitting shots left and right preseason. And all also, those games. also
1: Euroleague, he was yeah. killing it. Killing it. But it's like yeah.
0: under under the big lights of the NBA. Once the regular season started, it's like just, I feel like it's just like a mental he's a not mental the, hurdle that he needs, not the to, same he needs guy. to get over.
1: He he did lose a lot of weight. He said he was overweight last year. Uh, a little scared. Get get the nerves out. He's getting the opportunities to play. I mean, this was the first game he played out of the three, but uh, he's getting the opportunity to play and. He's got to capitalize. I really want him to succeed because him being uh, an unstoppable shooter as he is in the Euro League, that would be a great asset, instant offense for us. Um, well, speaking of like, uh, you know, just obscene amount of gestures, which. Blatch was able to put this together (laughs) for us. Uh, Andre Blatch was fined $15,000 for um, some ball usage, Justin.
0: Yeah, Andre Blatch on a little uh, vintage Sam Cassell action. Huevos
1: Ranchoros, right? A little big ball dance in the the bench there. the bench there. Yeah, um, but that's actually only coming out of his amnesty pay. So so Wizards are paying for that. Thank you, Washington. Uh, Speaking of which, uh, our schedule coming up, we got... um, the next game is Tuesday night. Me and Justin, they're going to be in the building uh, against the Jazz, home game. Uh, then we got Friday night against the Wizards uh, at seven, and then uh, uh, back to Brooklyn for Saturday night against the Pacers, which I should be in attendance as well. Uh, what are your predictions for those those games right there?
0: Um, I mean, after <laughs> losing the Magic tonight, I think the Jazz don't really have the weapons to compete with us. Um, they are young and athletic, though. They are, they are, but I think Brooklyn is going to, emotionally, I think, this win was kind of like, or this loss tonight against the Magic was more of like a wake-up call to them, and I think, I mean, they didn't really show a sense of urgency tonight against the Magic, um, they did a little bit towards the end, it was too little, too late, um, and I think they're going to come out, um, you know, with some fire in their eyes, come come the Jazz on Tuesday. The yeah. Wizards, I think, could give us some trouble, especially John Wall. Um, even last year, I mean, obviously we've added more weapons to our squad this year. But last year, you know, we did struggle and we had some we had some battles against the Wizards. Yeah, the
1: one that we went to in person to see the Nets lose by twenty points almost. Yeah, so. um, That's fun. Um, not doing that again. But the Patriots, I think, that will be a great game next Saturday. Um, you know, real
0: powerhouse team. That'll be another but test, regardless of the for records.
1: The yeah, regardless of the records, you, we know that these two teams, the Pacers and the Nets, will be up there battling for the top seeds. For sure. And for uh, sure. and we got to set the tone. We, we won all three games last year with the team we had, and the Pacers went to the conference finals against the Heat. So a lot of people, a lot of writers, including our, our buddy Mansoor, is picking the Pacers above the Nets. And I don't understand that at all, considering that the upgrades we made were a lot more significant as opposed to they made a couple upgrades too, but one of them was our former player, CJ Watson. Another one was Scola. And then you got Danny Granger Damn. back back Danny Granger coming back is huge. But I also think, I mean, you have to remember too, it's minutes management for
0: the Nets. And they're not really gonna play everyone. Um, you know, they're not gonna they, they don't want to exert any kind of extra energy from the players. They're right. gonna limit a lot of these a lot of these new add ons and it's gonna be a lot of the second unit that's gonna be uh, you know pulling their hopefully pulling their weight for the majority of the season. Because we want we want everyone to be healthy. So yes, the Nets may be a better, a highly skilled team and the better team. But at the end of the day, based on how many minutes a lot of the start, starters are going to play, right? That also you know may play into the standings and the Pacers ultimately potentially being ahead of
1: us. That's true. That's true. And 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 that's the thing. We're not. I mean, that's that's the whole. It's a not a sprint. It's a marathon. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, speaking of pundits picking, uh, Barkley, Shaq, and Magic all came out in – Recent last Tuesday, Shaq and I mean Shaq and yeah Shaq and Barkley were in New York City, uh, doing the TNT opener outside and right in downtown Manhattan. And they were asked, "Who would if, if the Nets could win it all?" They agreed they had the pieces to do it. Magic was at the game on Friday and he said the same thing. Uh, what do you, what is your take on this? These legends, these Hall of Famers, picking us. To win the title, I not mean, that's legitimately. They said that we could win.
0: Yeah, but I think part of that, honestly, is catering to the environment that they were in. I mean, they were sitting in, you know, in Manhattan, making these comments. Magic's making these comments in front of the Brooklyn fans at the Barclays Center. So whether they believe it or not, they said pop. Magic saying possibly could win it all. Uh, I mean, so you wanna... are you
1: saying possibly is not a strong <laughs> structure? <play? laughs>
0: whatever. I, don't, I take everything
1: Magic Johnson says, whatever, with a grain of salt. I mean, whatever. Uh, They're just analysts. Doesn't matter. Remember that time we met Magic, the fake one. Magic for Spur, the Broadway. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, no, that's... My, I don't know. How's that, how's that
0: Broadway show doing? <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: it was off... It was probably off after two weeks. <laughs>
0: Less than long. It was a great show, though. It great show. It
1: was good. I would go see it uh, on, on a movie yeah. sometime, or right, a dude. documentary. Yeah, sure. Uh, cool. Uh, so, last bit of news. Uh, this is actually a local to us, and that's fans should know that um, Brooklyn is leaving New Jersey... Finally, I Officially. guess Officially. we don't know when, but they're working on uh, development in Industry City, which is outside of uh, Park Slope and Gowanus. Gowanus. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that's where we got to see Aziz Ansari and a couple other shows mm-hmm. um, at the Bell House. And it, it's a great facility. It used to be the main hub for Brooklyn to get all shipping, and it kind of became a de- desert or a ghost town in that area. And there's a lot of bays and area, but Brooklyn Fashion Weekend was this first. First year, they decided to hold it in those warehouses, and a lot of people came out there. So uh, the main concern for these developers are wondering, you know, they're saying just like Bruce Ratner said, if we build Barclays Center, everything will fall in line. So if they build this facility, other companies will be like, oh, this, you know, multi-billion-dollar franchise. Is investing their money. We should also invest our money in products. Yeah,
0: there's actually an article on Nets Daily that wrote that. Um, they, they, they uh, their, their hope is that Gowanus, this area of Gowanus, potentially could turn into the equivalent of the meatpacking district, in, of uh, Brooklyn, yeah. of Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, you know, and it can attract a lot of like young businesses and a lot of arts,
1: uh, arts artists and uh, musicians and everything. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, um, the, the hope is there, and, and you know, and that'd be great for Brooklyn. But I think ultimately, I mean, this Brooklyn team coming to Brooklyn now it's, it's, it's just great right. it's great for the borough
1: and last year we didn't have a lot of uh, players I don't think zero of them lived in Brooklyn but now that might be a possibility some of them might live in Manhattan they won't have to live in Jersey anymore they won't right. have to fly out of Newark they they'll be worry. flying out of JFK or LaGuardia they don't have to
0: worry about commuting over there so. exactly yeah. Exactly.
1: or just on uh, Prokhorov's private helicopter yeah, that works. whatever too. Yeah. Um, but yeah I think uh, that's pretty much it for tonight um Apologies for uh, Tom and Mansoor not being here. They, uh, they wanted to make sure that, uh, you know, they were rooting for our team, but they also wanted to focus. I think Tom was celebrating the Red Sox winning it all, mm-hmm. and Mansoor was celebrating the uh, Lakers winning opening night still. He's still, he's still <laughs> excited about that. Um, <laughs> they win over the Clippers. Yeah, there. yeah, good for, good for the Lakers there. All right, guys. Um, don't forget to follow us on Brooklyn Rebound on Twitter. Like us on Facebook on Brooklyn Rebound. Subscribe to iTunes. Brooklyn Rebound and uh, Gmail. Brooklyn Rebound at gmail.com. I think that will do it. Uh, anything else, Justin? Ah, no, let's, let's swing this momentum back in our favor, Nets. Let's do this. All right, I think we should be 500 by the end of uh, next week, next yeah, Sunday. Bold prediction. I like it. Yeah, I like it. All right. Let's go, Nets. Good night, Brooklyn. Good night, Parkville Heights. Rebound. 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 Bye. Wow.